Hey, Bard listeners. If you live in New York City and love the public library, we need your help. This past fall, our public libraries sustained deep mid-year cuts that forced an end of seven-day service and reduction of our materials and programs. We're now facing more budget cuts for the coming fiscal year. Libraries across the city stand to lose $58.3 million in funding. If these cuts are not reversed, we may have to reduce materials and programming yet again, including further reductions to our days of service. As many as half of all New York City libraries would be open only five days a week. The good news is you can help. Send a letter to city leaders telling them that you support the library. It's easy. It only takes 30 seconds and you can do it now. If you live in Brooklyn, go to BKLYNlibrary.org slash standup, all one word, to fill out the form. If you live in any of the other boroughs, you can send a letter on behalf of Queens Public Library or New York Public Library. Learn how at investinlibraries.org. Thank you so much for your support. Here at BPI, I think I said valid. Uh, myself with like-minded people that wanted, you know, the best for me. And so I spoke to some other librarians. I looked in within myself to find my purpose. And I was like, hey, I'm going to become a librarian. That's Keisha Powell, the circulation manager at the Clinton Hill branch. She started out as a part-timer with Brooklyn Public Library 20 years ago. In the last, I guess, three years, um, I finally made a decision. I felt like there's not enough African-American librarians. And I wanted to make a difference from people of color, especially with children coming and they see me, you know, sitting behind that desk and like, you know, looking up to me. And wanting just to make a difference. And and I want these little kids to say, hey, I want to be just like her. Keisha is currently pursuing her master's degree in library science. And she's not alone on this journey. She's a scholar within BPL's Pathways to Leadership program, a scholarship and mentorship initiative specifically for BPL staff who want to become librarians. There are so many fundamental roles within a library system that keep these institutions running, from custodial to public safety, administration to clerical. But being a librarian often means access to more career growth opportunities and financial resources. Librarianship titled positions anywhere often require an accredited master's degree in library science, alternatively known as an MLS or MLIS degree. And as with any tertiary education in America, these degrees can be prohibitively expensive. And so within the field, there remain representation gaps that correlate to America's socioeconomic failings around race and gender. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, in 2022, 86% of the 186,000 librarians and media specialists that were polled identified as white. Pathways to Leadership was designed to address the gap. The program started in 2021 with a cohort of six and which now has 11 scholars made up of BPL staff members from across departments, titles, and backgrounds. Recently, Keisha sat down with a fellow scholar, Amen Emil, 
both have worked at BPL for over 20 years in various roles, and both will be set to complete their master's in library science. I'll let the scholars take it from here. I'm Adra Aduse. You're listening to Borrowed, stories that start at the library. Hi, Bill. How are you? I'm good. I'm you I'm really, really excited that we both on this podcast and just giving everybody a little bit about our journey and the Pathway Program. Can you introduce yourself and your title? Hi, my name is Amen Emil, and um, I'm a white trainee at uh, Watergate Branch. And I've been with BPL for um, over 20 years. I work as a library associate for 13 years. I switched over to public safety. I worked there for four years. I switched to TRS. While I was at TRS, I attended um, Mercy College, where I graduated with my bachelor in um, psychology. Just when I was wondering how I'm going for my master's, knowing that how expensive you know, it was going to be, and that's when um, Pathways to Leadership happened, came right on time. What's been the most challenging part of the program? Uh, not being able to um, get in contact face to face with your teachers and your classmates. Mm-hmm. And you have to be uh, very self motivated to be able to keep up with work and, and school at the same time. And sometimes the internet could be an issue. You might have your internet at home working, and then the time that you need to submit your, your, your work. That's when now something happens where it's, it's down. There are a few other issues, but um, with goodwill, once you want something, you are hard for it, so you make it happen. I definitely will tell you with perseverance and support from other people, you definitely get through it. Um, I would say the most rewarding part is actually completing it. You know, I will be the first graduate in my media family. So this is such an awesome thing right now. So, Emil, let me ask you this. Has there been any one person who has pushed you for success on this journey at BPL or outside of BPL? Nobody really pushed me to do anything. It's just that um, since I've been working at the library for so long and I'm watching the kids that used to come to ask for help and then they graduating, I'm sitting in one position. That's why I was switching from titles to titles so I could just move up. But um, right. then it came to me um, with books. With, I, I, I feel hungry for knowledge. I just decided to to go back to school because, you know, nothing wrong with me and I, I can learn. The whole uh, pandemic, uh, I was in school uh, online, taking my bachelor. Nobody knew about it until I finished. And that's when everybody was like, you're in school? I'm like, yep. And then um, I finished with my bachelor's and then it just like everything happens for on time. It's like I was never too late. And here I am, almost done. It's really a familiar thing for me also, because I never thought I would get this far, you know, coming from the urban community. I feel like, you know, me coming this far in my life, 
allowed me to open up doors because I, I just thought that was like, what can I do um, to give back to my community? I don't have any money, but I definitely felt like the library does a lot of great things for the community. And I think that me sitting behind that desk allows me to give out the information that the community needs. Um, Because you never know what a person may be feeling. You know, they want to ask for some information about housing, how to get a job, or just simply how to fill out an application. And I think that's a really a rewarding feeling for me. I'm excited. I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> um, just a whole bunch of positive things that's going through me right now. We give a big <laughs> thanks to Caroline for all her support. And for those who are planning on coming to the program, for them to know that they won't be left alone, they get all the support they need. Uh, Caroline is the best. Um, she helped me in a lot of my assignments. And I just want to tap my hat off if I don't have a hat. <laughs> tap my hat off for Caroline. She's the best. Oh my goodness. Thank you guys. That is so sweet. <laughs> so sweet. At the end of their conversation, Emil and Keisha gave a shout out to Caroline Kravitz, the scholarship program coordinator at BPL. She's that last voice you heard. Her stalwart support of the scholars on this distinct pathway to leadership isn't just a product of the job description, though. It's almost woven into the fabric of the program by design. Here's Caroline again. Each scholar is awarded um, a scholarship that's equivalent to the cost of the full tuition and fees for an MLIS degree at any New York State public institution. So that's Queens College, the University at Albany, and University at Buffalo. And then we're also able to provide funds for other costs that come up. That might be for transportation to get to class, devices like laptops or hotspots, uh, even childcare. We support scholars from application through graduation. So we provide assistance as they're applying to their MLS programs. And as they near the end of their degree, we'll also support them as they move into librarian roles through career coaching, resume assistance, um, interview prep and activities of that nature. The Pathways to Leadership program is meant to address disparities within BPL. Sophie McGraw, the Manager of Learning and Development at BPL, said the conversation about how to diversify BPL's librarians was really energized three years ago during what we internally called the Real Talk Sessions. We'll put a link in our show notes to Season 3 episode, Marching Onward, that addresses the foundation of those talks. So following the murder of George Floyd in the summer of 2020, uh, a series of conversations were started that really came from staff reflecting on where we were as a society, um, what was their lived experience, and were kind of calling on leaders to have some form of engagement on this conversation. And so that, you know, brought up some uncomfortable but very real truths for people about how they've indeed had structural barriers to advancement. Um, and some of that is uh, a challenge that Americans experience, you know, across the country, the prohibitive cost of further education. But that doesn't mean that BPL can't do a lot to, you know, remove those barriers. Um, particularly, participants noted a lack of racial and ethnic diversity among librarian-titled employees. 
So if you walk into any one of our 61 locations, you would think on the face of it that our staff are incredibly diverse. But when it came to librarian-titled roles, it was clear that the number of BPL librarians who identify as Black, Indigenous, and people of color did not match the racial and ethnic makeup of Brooklyn. According to the 2020 census, 62% of the population we serve identifies as Black, Indigenous, and people of color, and almost 39% of the population speaks a language other than English at home. And so the conversation started around, okay, well, how do we change these numbers and what would need to happen? There was a sense among staff during the Real Talk sessions that the library used to have more opportunities for career advancement for people in all kinds of staff positions, and many people wanted something like that to come back. Over the last two years, the team behind Pathways continued to receive feedback directly from staff to meet the program's ambitious outcomes. Eligibility for the Pathways program has evolved from only full-time staff members to any staff members, including part-timers who are in good standing with BPL and have worked here for at least two years. And BPL wants the program to serve as a model for others in the field. As Sophie puts it, Pathways can't operate in a vacuum. You know, it's called Pathways to Leadership. The MLIS is kind of step one. Step two is let's hope these people become leaders within BPL or maybe elsewhere or within the industry at large. Um, And so we've been working on developing relationships across the U.S. um, with other institutions, other libraries of all kinds of sizes. While this particular program is for current staff, there are other opportunities for non-staff members to engage in librarianship-focused DEI initiatives at BPL. Emil mentioned that he's a YA trainee at Pattergate Branch. The trainee positions are filled by students already pursuing a library science degree and who want to work in public librarianship. And for any young patrons out there curious about a career in librarianship, BPL has also created a Librarians of Tomorrow program for teens. We'll put links to learn more about these initiatives on our webpage. The Pathways to Leadership program is made possible by the founding support of Susan and David Marcinek, along with Andrea Bazo and John Martinez, Nina Collins, Goldhorse Foundation, Betty Kahn, the Henlopen Foundation, Miriam Katowitz, Sandra and Peter Schubert, Kathy Weil, Leslie Fader and Garrick Leonard, Amal Nayak, and other generous supporters. Borrowed is brought to you by Brooklyn Public Library. This episode was written and hosted by me, Adra Aduse, with help from Virginia Marshall. Thanks to Drew Stanley of the BPL Strategy Department for helping with demographic information. You can read a transcript of this episode and see pictures of our cohorts on our website, bklynlibrary.org slash podcast. Our borrowed team is made up of Fritzi Bodenheimer, Robin Lester-Kenton, Damaris Olivo, and Ali Post. Jennifer Prophet and Ashley Gill run our social media. Our music composer is Billy Libby. Meryl Friedman designed our logo. Bard will be taking a bit of a break over the summer, but in the meantime, whenever you're next in one of our branches, ask whoever's behind the desk about their views on the future of librarianship.